0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 or so minutes long, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that's important for our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So the more we are in God's Word, the stronger and firmer our faith will become, and the closer we'll come to God. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, or other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study, but it's just another section within the broader theme that we've been looking at over quite a few weeks now. We've been talking about heart troubles, problems of the heart, again, as I kept, keep emphasizing, we're not talking about that physical heart, that muscle or organ that pumps blood through our circulatory system inside our chest internally. We're talking about spiritual heart problems, heart problems from a spiritual perspective. And we've already looked at a whole bunch of those. We've covered things that probably a lot of people would stop and say, I did not really think about that being a heart problem, such as worry. Uh, But they are. They're problems of the heart. Now, we have continually looked at what Jesus said in different texts of Scripture, Matthew chapter 15 being one of the basic ones that we have looked at a number of times, where Jesus said in verse 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Again, a lot of people would probably stop and think, well, I, murders, adulteries, uh, thefts, blasphemies, they, they come from the heart? Well, yeah, they do, Jesus said. Because our outward actions are products of our heart condition. By and large So we need to stop and think How is my heart? What kind of condition is my heart in? Now if we make a comparison With our physical heart Somebody might say You know I think I'm going to Get out tomorrow and I'm going to run About five miles Okay How far have you run the last few days? Oh I haven't run at all In, in years Not not in 10, 12, 14, 15, 20 years I haven't, I haven't been running at all um how do you know you can run five miles tomorrow? I just want to do it. I'm gonna just gonna get after it and do it. And what is your physical condition? You know, are you having any kind of physical problems that might challenge you being able to do that? Well, I've got this blood pressure problem, uh really. Or or I've got, you know, another one of a heart problem of one kind or another, physiologically, really. Have you talked to your doctor about the wisdom or lack thereof of trying to run five miles all of a sudden tomorrow? Well, no, I haven't done that. Don't you think you should? Or maybe it's a situation where somebody says, you know, I've been taking blood pressure medicine for 20 years. I don't think I need to take it anymore. I actually sat and listened to a fellow say that one time. Uh, He he had had a stroke. He had been in the hospital. Another friend of mine and I and friend of his went and visited with him after he came home. And so the question was asked, why did you stop taking your blood pressure medicine? His answer was, because I was okay. <laughs> uh, well, you were okay because you were taking your blood pressure medicine. And when you stopped taking it, what happened? You had a stroke. Well, see, we understand perhaps more readily about possible contraindications of some kind of behavior or stopping taking some kind of medication when it relates to our physical heart. But we don't really stop and think I'm afraid a lot of times carefully enough about if I do such and such or if I allow myself to be exposed to some kind of influence or if I allow myself to start thinking about doing such and such, that might cause a heart problem a spiritual heart problem well let me ask you this question and this is what we want to talk about in this particular section of our ongoing study are you afraid if you have a little pause for thought there and, and you might think well you, maybe i am of what are you afraid Sometime back, one issue of our English dictionary listed 30 different phobias. Phobias, it's psychological fear, okay, of some kind or another, directed in one direction or another. Now according to one alphabetized list available today, now think about that, sometime back, one issue of our English dictionary listed 30 different phobias. How many do you think there are listed now? According to one alphabetized list available today, the number far exceeds that listed in the earlier published dictionary. I, I looked up a list of phobias that are out there as, as professionally recognized phobias today. I stopped counting after the C's. Now you understand, A, B, C. I stopped counting after the C's, and the list was already well over 100. I wonder how many there would be if I had gone all the way through the alphabet. Now, while we are a society that is highly advanced technologically, and while we pride ourselves on being fairly sophisticated, we still carry with us a great many fears. And fear is what I want to talk about in relation to our spiritual heart condition. Well, phobias are extreme expressions of fear. Uh, some people, they cannot go down into a basement, perhaps, in their home because they're afraid they're going to see a spider web or maybe a, a spider in a web, you know, hanging from the eaves over in or the rafters, you know, in, in, in the ceiling of the basement. Or maybe somebody, you know, walks outside and they, they happen to see a snake slithering by across the driveway and they're just paralyzed with fear. Some people, they, they experience what's called agoraphobia. They they cannot go outside their home. They're afraid to be outside. They're afraid to be in public. They're, but there are a whole lot of other fears. Well, as I said, after I stopped counting after the C's, I was well over 100 in number. Phobias are extreme expressions of fear. But just common, ordinary fear can be crippling, literally paralyzing. It doesn't have to be a full-blown phobia, but just fear can be crippling and, it, and, and literally paralyzing. For fear of rejection, many people don't apply for certain jobs. I'm afraid they'll turn me down. I'm afraid I'll say the wrong thing. I don't know how to present myself. They're afraid to apply, and so they don't apply. For the same reason, others never try to develop relationships that they keenly desire. Maybe a young man is attracted to a young woman, and he really admires her, and he would love to have something of a relationship with her, develop a deeper relationship, but he, he's afraid to ask her. He's afraid to approach her. He's afraid even to talk to her, and the vice versa is also... Uh, applicable. She, a young woman, may really admire a young man, but she won't approach him because she's afraid that she'll be rejected or she'll say the wrong thing or she'll just, you know, get all paralyzed and not be able to say anything. We are a society that is highly advanced technologically and We do think of ourselves as being pretty sophisticated in our culture, but we still are a society that is stricken with a great deal of fear. For fear of rejection, people don't apply for a job. For the same reason, others don't try to develop relationships with others. For fear of humiliating themselves, some people never do anything even good things that might make them stand out in a crowd because they're afraid that they'll mess up and they'll be humiliated. They'll be embarrassed and and they'll just be crushed in that embarrassment and that humiliation. And so many people never strive to reach their potential to somehow Take that step that they really want to take, but they're paralyzed. They're stymied because of fear, because of fear. Fear of failure has been identified as the father of failure. Hmm, pretty apt description, isn't it? For fear of failure, many never endeavor to do things of which they are not absolutely certain of success if they do try to do it even though they may have a longing to do those things. They want to do those things, but because they're afraid they will fail, they don't do them. Because of fear of failure, the one-talent man did nothing and was condemned for it, Matthew chapter 25, verses 24 through 30. And we're going to talk about that one next time. Are you afraid of something? Are you harboring some fear that is keeping you from Becoming the person you want to be. Now let me, let me make the application far more profoundly. Are you afraid to take the step you need to take to become a Christian? To become totally faithful to your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through your lifestyle? Are you afraid to break away from a worldly lifestyle in which you have been engaged because you're afraid you cannot be successful living a godly life. Probing questions, aren't they? Thought-provoking. Let's look a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to recognize the dangers of fear becoming too pronounced in our minds, in our hearts. Help us, Father, to overcome fear so that we can do the things that you want us to do, so that we can be the faithful followers of you that you want us to be, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.